Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Of Jesus. Amen. That Sunday long ago, they came where they laid Jesus, and, and the stone was rolled away. Now, even though we often say that this is good news, technically speaking, it isn't really that good of news. In other words, a stone rolled away and an empty tomb is not necessarily good news, and it's not technically big news. You see, for Mary Magdalene that day, she thought that they had taken the body of Jesus out of the tomb, moved it somewhere else, the body somewhere else. They'd taken the Lord Jesus somewhere else. And so, indeed, a stone rolled away is not necessarily good news or even big news. Again, the reason why, well, Easter is not really about an empty tomb, Hear me again, it's really not about an empty tomb. After all, Jesus' tomb wasn't entirely empty after all. If you can recall the Gospel of Mark, the Gospel of Mark, in the Gospel of Mark we hear that someone else was in Jesus' tomb and it wasn't Jesus. According to the Gospel of Mark, an angel was in the tomb and he said, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen. See the place where they put him, but go tell his disciples and Peter that he goes before you to Galilee. There you will see him as he told you. Now did you hear it? What makes the empty tomb such big news was that the man, yes the man, the God-man Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Rising from the dead is the big news. Indeed the big news of Easter. However, even though rising from the dead is big news, we would say, the kind of news that would hit the front page of the paper, the kind of news that would go viral on a social media platform, it really isn't entirely good news, though. It's big, but not necessarily good. After all, we must keep in mind that people had risen from the dead before that time. Remember Lazarus from Bethany? Or Jairus' daughter? They rose from the dead as well. And remember the widow, of, the widow of Nain, her son, and several other resurrections from the Old Testament? Now, please do not misunderstand me, though. Being raised from the dead is indeed big news. We're not diminishing that by any means. It is big news, to be sure. However, being raised from the dead for these other people wasn't necessarily that great. Well, now, hear, hear me out. Keep in mind that even though these people rose from the dead, which we would say is big news, well, these people that were risen from the dead, they went on to eventually die again a second time. They're still in the grave to this day. And so bluntly stated, they were raised only to die again. And so if we would say that the stone rolled away in an empty tomb is not necessarily big news, but big news is rising from the dead, what makes makes today good news? Indeed, So if being raised from the dead is only big news and not good news, what is the good news of Easter? 
If an empty tomb and a man rise from the dead indeed are not good news, what is indeed good news for us today? Baptized saints, the good news of Easter is this. Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, was crucified, and he is risen. The good news is that the one who had lifted the burdens of this world's sin onto his back buried the sin deeply into his wounds on the cross. That is the good news. The good news is that the one who carried your sin to Mount Calvary owned your sin as his very own so that all that is yours might become his and all that is his might become yours. That is good news. The good news of Easter Sunday is that the one who stood under the divine wrath of the Father in your place and mine as well is the one that is now risen and seated at the right hand of the Father in glory and majesty. That is good news. The good news of the resurrection of Easter Sunday is that the one who bore what we could not bear without it destroying us has now proven, he is now proven stronger than death. That is good news. The good news is that the one who tasted death in our stead has come out alive. Death could not hold him down because he had no sin of his own and his suffering and his sufferings have completely answered for the sins of the rest of us. That is good news. The good news is that Jesus' resurrection is the Father's absolution. Think about that for a second. It is the Father's absolution for you and for me. Listen to the Apostle Paul, how he talks about this. Indeed, how Paul talks about this. He tells us that Jesus was put to death for our sins and raised for our justification. Yes, the sacrifice Jesus, he made us fit for God. He set things right with God. That is the good news. All of this is the good news of Easter Sunday. All of this is good news because it means that before God, there is no remembrance of your sins any longer. Because of Jesus' death and his resurrection, your sins have been sunk to the bottom of the deepest sea. Because of Christ's death and resurrection, you are not treated as you, as you deserve underneath your sins. As far as the sunrise is from the sunset, you have been separated from your sins in Christ. Not only have your sins been atoned for by the bleeding and suffering and rising Jesus, but death has also lost its claim on you. That is the good news. Indeed, my friends, you and I, we will die. That is certainly true, unless Christ returns first. However, never forget that death itself has been utterly transformed by Christ's resurrection. What makes the resurrection of Christ so good is that because Jesus is raised from the dead, you will rise too. Your corruptible bodies, bodies that fall apart, these bodies that fall apart, they will be changed into incorruptible ones, bodies that will never fall apart. Keep in mind that God will not give you a different body. He will simply repair your body to be all that he meant it to be from the very beginning. And in order to do this, God will work this change through your death. At your death, the war with your sinful old Adam will come to an end and your body will wait for the complete and total resurrection. 
This is why we often talk about death as sleep. Yes, sleep implies that you will wake up very soon. And let me tell you this. When you wake from death, you'll do so with a newness that is hard to comprehend. And so in a way, we can picture physical death almost like being put under anesthesia before undergoing surgery. But in the case, but in the case of falling asleep in Jesus, your great physician, he will wake you up from this anesthesia of death with no ill side effects and with bodies repaired and restored, never to be sick or frail again, never subject to death itself ever again. Dear friends, all of this is promised to you who are baptized into Christ because of the resurrection of Jesus. Because he is risen, you will rise again as well. And so today we hear not only about a stone rolled away, which is definitely news for us, but we also don't hear just about an empty tomb. We also do not just hear about a resurrected body. You see, a rolled away stone, an empty tomb is not really news. And even though a resurrected body is big news, it isn't necessarily good news. However, a Christ who defeated hell, a Christ who overcame the world, a Christ who atoned for the sin of the entire world, which includes every single one of your sins, a Christ who satisfied the wrath of God, and is risen from the dead for you and for me. Yes, that is news. It is big news, and it is very good news. This is the news of first importance for you to hear, to believe, and rest upon this day. And so, chins up this morning. Chins up, dear friends. Jesus, your Savior, he did it. He died exactly as Scripture told us he would. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day, again, exactly as Scripture says, and he presented himself alive to Peter and then his closest followers and later to more than 500 of his followers at the same time so that you may believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, the resurrected one, and that you will partake of that great resurrection on the very last day, that great last day when the resurrected Lord Jesus will make all things right, call you forth from the grave, declare to you that you inherit the eternal life of the kingdom of God, all as a sheer gift, because he is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.